You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is is something that I haven't encountered before. And what I mean by that is I interviewed a couple and in the time since I last talked to them, their dynamic has changed a lot. So much so that some of what they said during this interview is no longer the case. Like they've advanced so much in such a short period of time. So what I'm going to do is the interview that you're about to hear, I'm actually going to make part one and I'm setting up something to talk to them again, which will become part two. So enjoy part one of me having a conversation with this couple and know that there's no mention made of there being a part two because it hadn't even come up yet. But just know that there is a part two coming to this. So sit back, enjoy it, and I look forward to bringing you part two. Okay, I want to welcome you all to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Uh, my guests tonight are a, a new couple to the lifestyle. Um, I've been talking to them a while on uh, Twitter. Uh, this is Jay and Kay. Why don't you guys say hi? Hello, guys. Hey, everybody. Now, for those of you who follow me on Twitter, you may know them as, uh, what is your Twitter handle? We are OC Hot Wife Couple, and we go by K and J. And there you go. They're here. Now, as, as I said, you guys are, are relatively... Uh, relatively new to all of this and I've been kind of following you know following along with your journey and you know I know that this was something that that Jay was really excited about he and I had had conversations about it and I know that you pretty recently you know uh, took the plunge and as I've referred to you on Twitter you're a natural uh, <laughs> you are you are a natural and you guys are a very fun uh, couple to follow a very fun couple to talk to and you know some people it takes them a while to kind of find their way and some people just they just take to it right away like they've been doing it for years and that's that's kind of how I I see the two of you you've just taken to it like a fish to water and you're off and running and i see like the sky is the limit for you know what you two can do with this so to kind of back up a little bit uh, first of all you're younger than the couples that i typically um have talked to or see at my party so why don't you tell my listeners uh, your ages um i'm 28 yeah, we're actually both 28. Yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, I'll ask you first, Jay, how did this, how did you even learn about cuckolding? Uh, so it really actually started out probably just through, you know, um, you know, watching like threesome porn, stuff like that. Um, and realistic, I mean, to be 100% honest, you know, being into that and all that, I knew that stuff always turned me on. Um, and then once Kay and I got together, 
Um, it wasn't like a right away thing where I was like, oh yeah, this is, you know, what we're going to get into or what I'm really love and all, you know, all this type of stuff. But, um, just how, you know, when we started getting into our relationship and how we grew and then the type of, you know, porn or whatever I was looking at. And then, you know, just by default, like finding it on Twitter, finding it on these different, you know, you porn or whatever it was. And it, it really started out with the hot wife, I guess, like the more of the hot wife than the actual cuckolding. Um, so, you know, seeing, you know, guys watching, you know, their wives with other guys, uh, things like that. And then obviously that led into finding out, um, you know, about cuckolding. And, and for me, it was more of like, um, I started actually really looking, I, I, I mean, I obviously was, I was aroused by it. I was into it. I was like, you know, this is something that seems like, um, you know, would be really fun and, and, and good for our relationship or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and then I actually, you know, I, you know, studied psychology and college and everything like that. So I actually started looking into, into like the psychology of the whole thing. Cause at first I was like, Holy shit, am I crazy for, <laughs> for being into this? Of course, or thinking that this is first. like, okay, what's wrong with me? Yeah, well, exactly. I was like, I mean, like, look at this woman and what the, what the hell's wrong with me. But then like, you know, looking into the actual psychology of it and the articles out there that aren't just, hold on, you know, can you, can, you, can you get a little closer to the mic? You, you kind of yeah. jumped on me. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, reading about the things that aren't, weren't just, you know, porn related and, you know, the actual psychology behind it and the actual, you know, um, you know, psychologists that have written articles about the, um, you know, the nature between the, you know, the submissive side of things and the dominant side of things and the cuckolding and where it all starts from, and where it all comes from. And, and then it started making more sense to me. So, um, it, then it kind of, in my head, I was like, okay, I'm not, uh, you know, seeing this community out there, I was like, okay, I'm not just this one-off outlier that's, you know, out of my mind. <laughs> right. Now, before I go any further, I need to back up just a little bit. I know you guys said that you're 28. How long have you known each other? Not how long have you been dating, but how long have you known each other? Um, I've known Jay since we were both 12. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So we, uh, we went to the same high school, but middle school kind of thing. And I met him when he was 12 and, uh, we had this certain chemistry when we first met, but we, it was never romantic by any means, but he made me laugh and I, and he, there was something between us. But the funny thing was, is that I met him again when we known each other since we were 12, but we reconnected about uh, five years ago. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we've been together for uh, five years and. Well, and the, and the funny story about how we, how we reconnected, I was, you know, we were, I was in college and I was working at like a little uh, juice type place. And I, I'll never forget it that I saw her walking in the store. I was working the cash register and I saw her from a distance and I was like, Oh wow, that's uh, you know, that's Kay. I'm not, you know, and I was like, Oh man, she looks great. And I was like, Oh, I look like such a piece of shit. There's no chance. There's no chance. I have a chance with her. So I, there's no reason to even be uh, worried. And uh, she walked in the store, we started just talking a little bit. And then from there, we just kind of reconnected. And, you know, over, you know, we started Snapchatting and texting, and it just kind of took off from there. Now, I know that you you guys aren't, you're engaged, but you're not married yet. And um, I know you gave me the news uh, when we talked recently that you guys finally did set a date and that you will be getting married. We did. Yes. And why don't you tell my listeners when the big day is? 
so that we can send you gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually, um, and we actually were at the, uh, today, we were at the venue today meeting with the, the wedding coordinator and everything. So um, we actually have the date set for October 12th. Yeah, cool, we're cool. Um, and, you, and you guys are on the West Coast, so weather shouldn't be an issue for you guys out there. Yeah, they actually said yeah. it's be, it's better during October than yeah. it is in any other month. So <laughs> yeah, we're pretty excited because uh, what we want to do because we're so happy with each other, and obviously our lifestyle really promotes you know being close and happy with each other. Oh, um, absolutely. We just want to go to you know a park and just say I do, but. Um, we we were thinking that we'd look back and we're gonna not say like I'm in a gorgeous gown and all that kind of thing. So um so yeah, October of this year is when uh we're gonna you know he's gonna lock me down. My cut's gonna lock me down. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank you now, very much. Now I would be remiss if I did not ask uh, uh, Jay. I know with you looking into things and you know, seeing a lot of things that are out there, you know that there are people out there who try to find a way to incorporate some type of like cuckolding ceremony into not necessarily the actual wedding, but maybe something done like after like that night or, you know, soon thereafter. Have you guys talked about that at all or you're not even going to mix the two? I might have to take over for Jay on this one, but um, he's my man. He's my very manly man. He's always been that way since I met him when he was 12. And I hate to put any cucks down out there, but I will always respect him that way and that he will always be the man that protects me and takes care of me. Um, you know, when it's during the week, he's in a cage and it's what I say. But when it comes to our wedding, it's going to be, you know, very traditional for that part. But right. So now when, obviously, Jay, you're, you know, you're learning about this and you kind of say to yourself that, you know, this is something that you're interested in. Were you already with her when you started learning about it? Uh, about specifically like cuckolding? Yes. Um, even, even hot wifing? Um, like or should I say just, just knowing that you are probably not going to like, okay, you don't think like a vanilla guy. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, I would say that the actual terminology I, I started learning about while I was with her, but I was definitely into all of it before that. I mean, like knowing, I mean, so I'm, I've always been a very um, sexual person and not in the sense of a, such a horny guy, but in the sense of like, um, you know, Psycholog. yeah, psychologically and not just the physical, um, you know, the physical act uh, acts of sex, but like the, the psych psychological power of it and everything. So, yes, I was always into the whole, you know, kind of, um, I, I guess, you know, the cuckolding and being submissive type situations. I was always into that, but I didn't really, you know, once Kay and I got together, it, for me, I was like, okay, well, you know, I love this woman and this is the only person I ever want to be with. And that's when it start, kind of started. I, I kind of started reading about and finding about finding out about hot wifing and cuckolding and, you know, the community um, in that sense. Okay. So, Kay, what, at what point did you realize that, okay, this is a kinky guy? Like even before cuckolding came up, like how soon after you guys got together in the past five years, did it dawn on you that, okay, this is a kinky guy I'm with? Um, 
he was always very like kept kind of prefacing the whole thing with like you know i'm really into certain things or you know this and that but uh i i hate to make it about me but i oh no you're a cuckolder it's just all about you (laughs) (laughs) i just i love sex all the time and not in a way where it's like uh you know you know irrational kind of thing but i just love being wanted and just touching and being close and stuff like that mm-hmm. so when he kept warning warning is a wrong word but um very like he would just kind of tell me that uh you know he's very into certain things and uh it kind of helped out with me because i never met someone that kind of curbed my appetite i guess so uh it helped out. That she was used to very, very, very vanilla guys right. before she was with me. Just a preface. <laughs> yeah. So it helped out that he was very open to, kept warning me. But I'm like, well, what's about to come? And then uh, he made me come. So that's kind of how, how it went. Yeah, exactly. Now, when he first brought up the idea to you that, you know, I want to see you with another man. I mean, did you get it right away? Did he have to convince you? Did, I did not get it right away. Absolutely not whatsoever. I'm loyal to a fault. So even me looking at another man was I'm cheating on someone. And not mm-hmm. in that way, by any means, but I'm just extremely loyal. So um, when he first brought it up, I, you know, I thought it was just kind of like dirty talk or right. it was just some kind of fantasy that he just kind of wanted to play out. So. And I'm happy to please my man. So I was like, yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, like no problem. And then um, when I realized that it was a little bit bigger than, you know, dirty talk or a fantasy, um, it, it started out to where I was like, I'm doing, I'm willing to do anything to please my man or to turn him on or to satisfy him. And, and not in a inconsensual way. But right. I would do anything to see him pleased or satisfied. So that's how it started. And I was happy to do it. I love the look on his face, but there was a certain switch that started. And, um, it all of a sudden it was like this, this switch. And I was like, I loved it for me. And I was happy because I looked the way it made me feel. Mm. It was, it was cause I, I'm not a very, wildly confident person regardless of my looks it's just very like i rely on my man to make me feel good i don't you know i don't like other people looking at me for that you know right but um it it was it was weird the switch it was very very strange because i'm loyal to a fault i just don't like any of those things that don't involve my man but it was very um i liked it for me it made me feel good and it it, i liked it for me and it, it wasn't it wasn't even about if it, if he liked it. And mm-hmm. that's the part that made me feel good is because I didn't give a fuck if he liked it. <laughs> so. Yeah. And I, I find that that's actually one of the interesting things about this lifestyle when, when women get started in it is it's almost like, like you have to give yourself permission to enjoy it for you. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because that's, that's, that's what the guys want. You know, they, they want you to be, selfish 
to a certain extent, you know, to, to do what makes you feel good. You yeah, know? exactly. And, you know, so it's, uh, it's always interesting to, you know, to watch women, you know, on that journey to getting to the point where they give themselves permission to say, just like you said, you know what, I like this, you know what, I like the way that this makes me feel. You know, I like doing this. I want to experience this. And it's 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 cool to see. You know, it's it's cool to see that, you know, that that blossoming. Um, yeah. Now, like I said, I, I know you guys uh, got started not too long ago. So in that time, how many bulls have you had? Have you been with? Are you asking Jay or me? Well, you know, I don't think Jay has been with any bulls. So I think it's directed towards you. Sorry. Um, three. Okay. Now, for you, Jay, there's always this buildup. You know, you you think about it in your mind, and and in your mind, you know how you would like it to kind of go, and you you know you spend all this time being patient with her and and letting her get confident, you know, to the point where where she wants to do it. But even with all that in mind, even with how much you think about it. It's totally different when it's actually happening in front of you. So what do you remember about that day? Like even leading up to it and then while it was happening and then, you know, after it was over, like kind of take my listeners kind of into your mind where, okay, everything that we've been talking about, everything that I've been looking at online, everything that I've been chatting about, it's happening today so kind of take us behind the curtain and and what you were feeling that day so yeah it's definitely um it's definitely a lot different than you know if you're a couple out there you know getting into this uh you know for the 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 male part or the you know the cuck whatever if you're a stag cuck whatever you are but it's definitely a lot different than you'll think it's going to be you know seeing you know seeing the porn and you know reading the stories and you know all that type of stuff when it's actually coming down to it it's you know there's it's it's almost a, a mixed case of emotions a lot of things go through your head Um, and I mean, for me, it was, you know, everything went through my head. I mean, I'm in my head all the time about just everyday tasks. So for me, I was like, kind of, it went all through my head in the sense of, oh man, is Kay going to be, is she going to hate this? And is this going to affect our relationship? Am I going to hate this? And then she's going to love it. And I'm going to be like, what the hell did I start? Um, is this going to happen? And I'm just going to be sitting there like, Oh my God, I hate, you know, I I absolutely can't stand this. I can't see her like this. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely like that sense of doubt that creeps in. Um, but I think for, you know, for, for Kay and I, and, and, and any couple out there, I think it's, you know, the communication factor where, you know, for Kay and I, we always are very, we communicate about this a lot. And, right. and I think that's very key. So it was kind of leading up to it. It was a kind of a situation where her and I were talking like, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And then when it actually came to the night and uh, the first bull was coming over, um, you know, the way we do things, it's not the same way for anybody, but the way we do things and the way Kay likes to do things is usually I find her bulls for her. 
mm-hmm. and all kind of like do a screening process um, right. and kind of be able to tell like, okay, is this guy going to be the real deal or is he going to be just kind of some flake or just kind of a, 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 a unrespectful person, something like that. So when it actually came down to it, me and this, um, the, the first bull, we, you know, we talked a lot. So, you know, we had kind of our own uh, relationship and then obviously uh, Kay and him were talking a lot. Um, so once he got here, it was kind of a situation where, you know, I let him know, Hey, you know, we're, you know, just as nervous as any nerves you could have, although there wasn't probably much on his, his part, but, you know, I I just kind of let him know, like, you know, we, we kind of want to get into it, just break the ice because I mean, for, for Kay and I both, those nerves were there. Right. And, um, I think once it started happening, I mean, once it started happening, in my head, I was like, "Oh shit, this is real. This is the real deal." And, <laughs> yeah, this is you know, and and obviously a big part for us, and I think most couples is you know, getting the videos, getting the pictures. And I would um, definitely recommend for any cuck or stag or whatever <laughs> it is out there, get your pictures, get your videos, but also take those moments to kind of sit back and really in your head understand what's going on. Because for me, once I did that it was like I was insatiable in the sense of like, oh, it's like, I want to do this. I, we got to find more bulls. We got to keep doing this. And, um, you know, once you kind of get past that point, it's, it's, you know, again, I can only speak for us, but it was, I mean, I, I, I couldn't, I had to stop. I mean, and this was before I was caged. So I, I had to stop from touching myself because I was like, well, I can't, I can't finish before they do. Um, so it, it was, you know, a lot of mixed, mixed emotions. Um, and again, even before bulls that we've now, you know, Kay has regular bulls, even before they come over, those nerves are still there and they're always right. still there. Um, but then, you know, it's, it, it, it uh, you know, they go away it, things get a little bit easier, but for us, those nerves are always still there and there's always that little bit of jealousy. But again, for me, that part of that jealousy is kind of one of those things that, you know, gets you going. So, I mean, and again, that's just my personal thing. I know everybody goes through different things. Yeah. And it's like I tell everybody that I, that I talk to, it's all about what works for the two of you, you know, the way anybody else does it or anyone else's experiences, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, what works, you know, for the two of you. And I know that I've been talking to you guys, you know, for a while. And I know when I had initially approached you about, about being on my show. I know that you were a little bit uh, hesitant because you, you felt like you didn't have enough experience. And I remember telling you that, you know, that's actually what made you so appealing to me because, you know, I've, I've been involved in this for, for more than 17 years now. And I've watched as the demographic has gotten younger and younger. And there are a lot of couples who are basically even behind where you are. And so there are a lot of couples out there who are going to be able to relate to you guys who might not be able to relate to some of the more experienced couples, you know, that I've talked to because they might look at them and say, Oh, well, they've been married for, you know, 15, 20 years. That's not us, you know? So that was why it was really important for me to have you guys on the show because, you know, the demographic, like I said, it's, it, you know, these people are getting younger and younger. And I know that when they listen to this interview, that they'll be able to hear things that resonate with them. 
and say, wow, they're, they're, you know, they're very similar to us. You know, they're just starting out and, you know, look at where they are and look how they made this work, you know? So I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, you guys finally felt as though it was time, you know, for you to, you know, to, to, to do my podcast and everything. So I'm very, very, you know, very thankful of that. Uh, for you, Kay, what do you remember about that day? Like you've talked about it. It's been building up. You've been talking to this guy, you know, you settle on a day and then the week goes on and then finally you wake up that morning, like, okay, today is the day. Like, what do you remember about that day? Um, it was very odd, but also sexy to me because, you know, my man was so turned on about it, but I also felt that I was doing something wrong. But um, the only thing I will say is that um, when Jay brought this up to me is that uh, we kind of entertained the swingers thing, but I'm very, I don't like to see him with other women. I'm very, you know, I'm yours, you're mine kind of thing. Not in a crazy jealous way by any means, but I'm not really a fan of seeing my man, you know, touch or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, not that you asked this question. No, no, um, please go ahead. But, um, we went to a swingers club one time, just off a whim. He, it was when I was very still not open to this stuff, but also I'm pretty kinky and horny all the time. And, um, he brought up this club one time and I'm like, let's just do it tonight. And so we went, um, we only did like oral switching with one other couple and it just, it wasn't our thing. And the one thing I've always told Jay is that, um, all this kind of stuff, it, it really works for me because it would really, I mean, this is very specific to me and it's not to other women or other couples, but, um, I think that, um, it really would have hurt my feelings if Jay were to say, you know, I want to be with other women and that's specific to me. I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings, but that's how I felt. And so this lifestyle really works for me, but back to your original question, um, (laughs) having someone over the first time was very, um, it felt very wrong. It felt like I was doing something wrong, but the thing that made me feel the best about it is that Jay was so encouraging and supportive and reassuring. And cause I felt like I was doing something wrong. Even right. if this is what he wanted, I felt like I was doing something wrong. Even at the end of the night, I felt like I would be doing something wrong or against my committed relationship. So, um, that was a really hard part to get past, but I swear once that person walked through the door, it, it it all went away. All my concerns, all my worries, everything, it all went away. And it was just kind of like, I hate to say it, but that person was there for pleasure or to fuck, whatever right. you want to say. But, um, but the end of the night, Jay is a person that we have a home, we have a life, we have everything. But it was very nice that that person was just there to fuck all that kind of stuff, make love, whatever you want to call it. But it was, Oh no, very... it was fucking. Let's not mention words here. It was fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was before I started caging him. And that was like the second that person walked through the door, I was like, 
oh, okay, I, I, I think I could do this. But I think that I think I could do it because of his encouragement and his, because you feel like a slut regardless <laughs> of fucking men. Mm-hmm. Even if you fuck two men in your life, you feel like a slut because people will call you a slut. Oh, yeah. But we know how society can be. Exactly. Even even if your number is below 10. even if it No number is small enough. Second digits. Yeah, no, no number is small enough. for Somebody's going to have a problem with it. Someone's going to call you a slut. So, <laughs> And I'm always concerned because I hate it, but I, I care about what people think. But that's what helps me with this kind of stuff. Not that you ask any of these questions, but... Oh, no, don't. you don't have to preface that. I mean, I, I want you to feel, you know, that you can speak freely. So just go ahead and talk. Yeah. We're, All this stuff. This. Yeah, this lifestyle helps. It just... It makes me feel better, not better, but makes me feel more confident about how I feel and how how much I want to have sex. <laughs> I mean, it, it, since you bring that up, I mean, one of the things that I admire about women in this lifestyle is I know that it. I know that it's not easy for women. You know, I know that like what you just said, I know that society doesn't make it easy for women to let alone admit that they enjoy sex with their boyfriends or their husbands, let alone that they enjoy it outside of that. So when I see women get to the point where, you know, they embrace this and they embrace their inner slut and they have this man there who they share their life with and he is encouraging them and supporting them and loving them. And then just seeing how they, you know, almost like a, a caterpillar, you know, coming out of its cocoon and becoming a butterfly, you know, you see them kind of go through this metamorphosis and they change. And, you know, even though it's a, it's a process, you can see them getting to the point where it's like, you know what? I enjoy this. I like being this way. I'm going to stop worrying so much about what other people may think and just be happy with the fact that I have a man who embraces this part of me and not be so hung up on what society says my sex life should be like. So I've always had a tremendous amount of admiration for women in this lifestyle because I know that that's not an easy road to walk. Yeah. You know, and so I know that you, you've both brought this up. So I want to kind of go into a, you know more detail about that. Caging. When he initially brought the idea up to you about caging, what did it appeal to you right away? Or was it after you actually did it that it started appealing to you? Like, how did that come about? Uh, I thought he was out of his mind. So let <laughs> me <laughs> just start with that. Um, um, I think I actually, we were speaking directly with you through the whole process. Um, he mentioned it and it's one of those things where kind of like, you know, your partner mentions stuff, you know, during sex and it's like, oh yeah, that's hot. That's hot. But you know, there's fantasies, but then there's also certain things where you're like, you know, but let, let's pull this off in reality. Right. So there's very two separate things, or I guess maybe it's, you have a relationship where you can speak openly and you feel freely about it that you can kind of be like, okay, well there's this and that. Um, but he he ordered a cage. It got here. It took a couple cages to find the right one. 
And I'm sure if any cuckolds are listening to this, you've been through that. You know, you know there's, <laughs> there's plastic, there's silicone, there's metal. I would go for metal because it's, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Um, but uh, the second he put one on, um, I'll be honest, he, when he ordered it, I was like, this is, this is fucking weird. Um, <laughs> strange you know one of those things but i like strange I, you know whatever gets your partner off kind of same back to the hot wife thing i'm like loyal to a fault kind of thing but um i could say thing again but uh it's it it was weird but the second he put it on the second he was locked up and i clicked that lock i i remember texting you mike and, and i was like Oh my God, I did not know that I would enjoy this as much as I, I am right now. It was um, the immediate, it was so hot. It was, it was so hot and I, I would never have expected it, but uh, our relationship, like daily stuff is very, uh, we have a symbiotic relationship, but uh, he's my man still. He's very manly. He's very you know, he leads things, but, uh, that's one of the big things that I start leading things and I tell him what to do and I tell him what to expect. So the caging thing has been very interesting. Uh, we don't do it 24 seven. I'm sure your questions will lead into more of that, but that's kind of the opening into, cause we just started caging. Yeah. And, you guys are still relatively new to that. Yeah. Yeah. But like young. I said, like I said in the beginning, <laughs> you've you've taken to it like i can tell that you enjoy it mm -hmm. you know like if there was an adjustment period for you you know it did not last long at all you know it it, it seems like you, you definitely enjoy it and i know that he mm -hmm. loves the fact that you enjoy it Oh yeah. So it's it's kind of like he kind of put it out there and you tried it and you love it and now he's he's happy you know cuz cuz he knows he doesn't have to motivate you as far as that's concerned. You well, know. he wouldn't enjoy it unless I did. Right. So. You know, so the fact that that you're doing it because you like it is very big to him. You know, like I I I know that, you know, that that he loves that. Now, something else that you had, you had spoken on um, that I'd like to ask you about, your confidence. You know, I, I know that you don't have a long history to go back on, but just in the short time that you've been in it, how do you feel about yourself as a woman, like your confidence? Like, what has it done for the way that you view yourself? Um. I've always been a little self-conscious regardless of my looks always. Um, but only, not only, but, um, I prefer humble over arrogance. It's just one of my preference. I think it's a better characteristic in people. Um, John J <laughs> same thing, right? I got you. Um, he's always encouraged me and obviously make me feel like I'm just the smoking hot, you know, everything, everything that he's ever wanted. Um, I still, you know, I'm a woman, so I'm all, obviously always going to be self-conscious about everything, but he, the big part about all this and the hot wife and the cuckold stuff is that he's like, I want you to know 
how sexy you are, how beautiful you are, how, you know, how fuckable you are, how, you know, you know, how many fucking guys want to fuck you, you know, and, and I still don't believe that sometimes just because I'm so self-conscious, but it makes me feel really good. And not that I rely on that kind of stuff, but it's, it's very nice to have the man that you're in a committed relationship with to, you know, encourage that. Cause it's not, it's not really like your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever. They can tell you like, Oh, do I look fat? No, 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 not at all. It's just very like, they're like, you're fucking sexy. You, you're gorgeous, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it helps a lot if you're, I'm not saying go into this lifestyle if you're a self-conscious person, but it's, it, it's a very good, it makes you feel good. You know, there's, it's nice to know there's people that want you regardless of your relationship or status or, you know, A, B, and C. Right. Now, when you're going just about your, your, your normal day and, you know, you're, getting dressed like are you more aware because you know for anyone that follows you on twitter you you have a spectacular not a nice ass you have a spectacular ass. so i agree <laughs> so are you like when you're getting dressed are you more aware of how clothes fit you because not whereas before you were worried about you know, maybe looking a certain way, but now is it more or less like you don't mind drawing attention to it or accentuating your ass? Um, I've been a little aware of my ass <laughs> since middle school. I hate <laughs> to say that because I got a lot of comments on it, but again, it didn't make me feel like, Oh, I should show it off. So it made me feel more like I should cover it. Mm -hmm. So, um, Jay made me feel like I should, you know, be proud of it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but um if you're talking about me getting dressed in the morning my favorite part is not i mean i hate going to fucking work but my favorite part is going to work and and i have a key around my neck and i might be messaging some of my bowls at work and i'm at work and i'm not supposed to be messaging people who aren't my man that right. kind of thing. so uh, i guess maybe I hope I segued into your answer, but oh no, no, it, it, it's it's fine. Like I said, there there are no there are no wrong answers, and it's it's about you, you know, embracing it. Like you said, the the naughtiness that comes with okay, I'm sitting at work, I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I'm doing it. I you think know. that you might have gotten one of my I'm not supposed to be doing it pictures at work. <laughs> I, I may have. I may have. <laughs> <laughs> maybe once, maybe once, yeah, yeah. you know, but, um, but no, I mean, that's, that's the, you know, that's the beauty of this, you know, like I said, not to be redundant, but it's just, it feels good. Just, yeah. Just, just seeing a woman's confidence just continue to go up and up and up and up and up, you know, the way yeah. she feels about herself, the way she carries herself. Whereas yeah. maybe before, like you said, you, you know, were dressed to cover it up. <laughs> You know, now you're like, the hell with that. You know, my husband you know, likes my ass. My bulls like my ass. You know what? I like my ass. And the hell with you if you don't like my ass. You yeah. know, like there are, there's enough of that, of those positive, you know, inputs that you get to where, 
you start to you start to hear the negative stuff less and less and less and eventually the time will come where you don't even hear it at all you know because of yeah you know what you hear you know from jay and what you hear from you know from your bulls and 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 everything like that so when you guys were first getting you know going down this road for you jay what was the biggest fear that you had like worst case scenario was what for you I mean, first off, I mean, the worst case scenario, which I think I always, um, and I mean, I, I can't really even like use that terminology for this, but I like, I mean, cause I was always very, very, um, vocal about this with Kay was that at any moment that she felt like, okay, I, I, I'm not into this. I hate this. I don't want this at any moment that she said that I told her, you tell me and it's all shut down. It's all mm-hmm. gone. It doesn't come back. It's, you know, you're my number one priority. Um, as much as, you know, this, you know, this lifestyle, this kink, whatever you want to call it, as much as I, you know, enjoy this or crave this or whatever, I was like, you know, you're my number one priority always forever. So, I mean, that's not necessarily like my, my was my biggest fear because I wasn't afraid of not doing it. Um, I guess, uh, like, you know, when I first brought anything up like this, I guess I was afraid that she was going to be like, holy shit, what, the, what, what's, what's, what's wrong with this guy? But then once <laughs> I realized that, you know, she was kind of like, okay, yeah, like I, I can kind of go with this and see where this leads us. Um, I think the biggest fear was just, um, you know, it not, it not working the way that, you know, everything you read and everything like that and it not being right for us and it kind of tearing us apart. Because like I said, I mean, she's for, I mean, again, if she, she, she's my forever, it's like, you know, I would never want anybody after her, even if she ever left me anything, I, I wouldn't be able to, you know, she's my everything. So, um, I mean, that was my biggest fear of her just being like, okay, well now that it, this happened and, I now feel differently towards you. That was the biggest fear. Um, but I mean, it, I mean, it obviously worked out for us and, you know, it made us uh, <laughs> so much closer and just so much uh, more open with each other and on almost a different level, which we were always very close and very open with each other, but almost on a different level or to the sense where it was like, there's no more barriers of, you know, oh, you know, this is in like my mind, I shouldn't bring it up. It was kind of like in the sense of like, everything's out there now. And it made us just on a different level. So I guess, I mean, that was, those were the biggest fears. But you know, once you kind of work through that, and again, like I said, with any couples out there that are starting out, it's, you know, the communication will always and forever. And I think people who have been doing this for 20 years would agree that that doesn't go away. The communication is the key. Oh no! Yeah, that will that will always be the the cornerstone and the, the the foundation of it is that kind of open and and honest communication. Same question to you, Kay. Uh, what was your biggest what if? Like, what if this happens? Like going into this, because um, it's a big step. It's a it's and and that's why I asked that question because I don't want people to think that it's just this kind of thing that people do on a whim. You know, like I, I want them to fully understand the door that they are opening 
Yeah, and real quick, if I can interject on that, just so people know it there, we were technically in this lifestyle for uh, a year um, before we even took the, the, the next real steps into the hot wife lifestyle. Right. You know, we went to the swingers club and we went to these couple parties and tried it out and then kind of things died down for a little bit. And it's, uh, you know, for me, I was like, I'm not going to push anything. You know, we'll talk about it and everything like that. And then it wasn't in literally until like the last like six, seven months that we really got into it. So I just wanted to throw that in there. All right. Now, Kate, that question to you, what was your biggest what if going into all of this? Um, my biggest what ifs is... Uh... <laughs> I was worried that if I, and uh, let me, let me rephrase. Um, I was worried that if this lifestyle didn't work out, if, if I told him that, Hey, this, I can't do this. This isn't what I want. If, you know, you go through everyday life and you kind of look at them like, is, you know, you said, I don't want to do this. And then you look at them like, is that what they're always thinking? Right. You know, if, if that's not what you're willing to fulfill, but um, every couple has certain fantasies and they like to fulfill. And I believe that if you truly love that person that you'll do, not do, but you, you want to make that person feel good because it, it's just kind of like, I hate to make it domestic, but it's kind of like making your, you know, your partner, their favorite meal, regardless right. of, the wife or husband making that, but you want to please that person. You want to see a smile on their face. I mean, the smile is more of like a, you know, genuine pleasure. But my biggest fear was if, um, this didn't work out, if I, there would always be that look on his face of there would be a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, I will say that probably the number one thing that, made me enjoy this for myself is him. Um, he made me feel that I was number one, not that he didn't before, but um, he made me feel that I was number one. I was the goddess. I was most beautiful, most fantastic, bodacious, yummy. <laughs> good, just, word, good word. Like Coke bottle, just, and humorous, you know, happy, intelligent, and he does it all, all before that, but mm -hmm. all of these things were very just, he makes me, he's encouraging for me to be a slut. And he's, my biggest fear was being a slut, I guess, is the answer to your question. It was very like, well, I don't want to be, you know, I'm doing air quotes right now, but dirty or slutty or, you know, gross or all those terms. Um, but yes, I guess my biggest fear was us not coming back from it. If it wasn't something that I wanted for myself. So, but, um, I guess like Jay said is the communication, the, you know, talking to each other saying like, I mean, that, that was a big step for him to tell me what he wanted. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, <laughs> He's got fucking huge balls for telling me what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, because he, he didn't know how you would take it. So that's 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 no. a, that's a serious risk. Yeah, he he threw it out there, and I could have been like, "Fuck no, I'm out of here," that kind of thing. But um, he he said a lot of things to me where I'm like, 
uh, at first I was like, uh, I don't know about that kind of thing. But um, all the things that he's been interested in, I'm, I'm more than willing to try out. I think that every couple should try what their couple, or, I mean, their partner would like to try and just try it. I mean, mm-hmm. there are certain things where you're like, I, I would never fucking do that in my entire life. Just try it and see how your partner, how it makes them feel. You know, that's, I guess I'm expanding on your question. But <laughs> no, I you're, guess fine. My, you're fine. My biggest fear was if I wasn't okay with this, how would it do to our relationship? But it's all about how your partner makes you feel, I guess. Okay. So try to, to, to not give you something so heavy to think about. Okay. The first time that it happened, when you had that experience with that bull, what do you remember when you looked in Jay's face as you had another man inside you? (laughs) Fish to water. So you could see, like it was written all over his face. It was, it was weird. It was very, very, and not weird in a bad way. It was very like... Because I, I, I asked him a lot of times, I was like, are you sure this is what you want? Are you sh- have you thought about this? Are you sure this isn't like a fantasy because this is about to happen? And that, that first time I was very, you know, I was doing it. I wasn't doing it for him, but it was more of a fantasy that I wanted to fulfill for him. And... And I kept asking, I was like, are you sure, are you sure, are you sure? Like, this is what you want, that kind of thing. And um, it was very weird to kiss another man because he's mine. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything was very strange the first time. It was just very strange, especially if you're committed to your person. So if, if, if you're starting in a hot wife cuckold situation where it's like, oh, you've been together for... I, I didn't mean oh, uh, but if you've been together for let's say a year, then it's very easier. But uh, to be with someone for that long, like some of the couples that you talk to for twenty years or something like that, right? Um, I could see that being a little bit easier, but it it wasn't easy to uh, start that. Um, but the second that I guess you have to pick the right person. But uh, the second that the person walked in, I was like, all right, all right. And <laughs> yeah, I was looking at Jay's face and I was like, okay, I'm doing something right. I need the, you know, reassurance. And the look on his face was <laughs> probably the most reassurance I could have ever gotten. So communication is just very, you know, communication's not easy, but if you're going to be doing something of this sort communication is like you can't just cruise and just be like oh yeah you know so communication was we couldn't be where we here where we are here today without that so let me ask you this what was the biggest change that you noticed between the first and second time um i think it was the i don't know if it was the guy or Jay, I think maybe it was a mix of both, but I think that the big change wasn't until I think maybe three months after only because I was adjusting to it not being like a 
fantasy that we're playing out to where it was a lifestyle. And then I was just kind of understanding that maybe this was something I might like for myself. And the big change was finding someone. And I think it was you. No, it was you because you told us, make sure you find someone that is an actual bull and they don't just want to fuck your wife. Right. Because we've, we've coined that term to you because it was very, very, you know, important with us finding someone because it's a, it's a very large difference. Um, because there's people that don't understand that role because, um, I want people to respect my cuck and I want them to, you know, recognize him when he's there. I might go and see bulls on my own, but I want them to respect him. He's manly. You know, he's my man. He's, if, if you were to see him, you, you would never guess that kind of thing. So, um, it's very, uh, it's very odd how that works, but it, the switch that flipped was very, I think it was, I think it was, um, specific to me. I think it was how I worked the loyalty, the insecurity, that kind of thing. And my, and Jay being just very like, you're the sexiest fucking person I ever saw, you know, that kind of thing. So I think it's very specific to relationships. And I think that you have to talk to each other. And for you, Jay, when you, that first time and you looked at her eyes and she, and you say to yourself, wow, she's actually doing it. Like there's no more talking about it. There's no more planning it. Like it's, he's inside of her right now. What do you remember seeing in her face? Um, I, I mean, see, seeing in her face, it was, it was pretty much just seeing how much she was actually enjoying it. And I think it was kind of a, a relief for both of us, if you will, um, to see, okay, you know, she was having so much fun and, and being so satisfied and, and, you know, um, you know, looking up at me and seeing me being, you know, giving her the look back, like, this is amazing. And, um, you know, this is so much fun for us, even though I wasn't involved and I was just watching, it was fun for us. So, um, I mean, I, I would say that's probably what I remember the most is it's still, even though I wasn't involved, it was almost like, even though she was, you know, fucking a bull, it was almost like it was more intimate for her and I than it was for, you know, the bull and, and, and herself. And, right. And Kay. Um, so it was a pretty, it was a pretty crazy, uh, a, a pretty crazy situation. Cause again, you know, like I said earlier, you go through all those emotions and then you're, you're actually down in it. And like I said, you, you know, take those moments to actually take in what's going on. Cause I, you know, I always do that throughout, whatever bowl we have over is, you know, you just watch and, you know, as things progress, things get a little bit um, more intense between, you know, um, you know, me and Micah Coldress is that, you know, you start that, that those intimate moments when, you know, you, you lock eyes, even if it's for a brief second is, is pretty crazy. But the first time I think it was just, you know, that whole, relief and you know it was almost like sexual tension between us that was released <laughs> even though I wasn't involved with it so I, I, I it's it's a pretty surreal feeling and it's really hard to put into words but um, it's it's a it's an awesome feeling okay now for for Kay uh, for anyone who follows you on Twitter I'm sure they've been dying for me to ask you this question 
What's okay. <laughs> I know. Okay, I know that you've been with three bulls, and your third one was black. Mm-hmm. So, how would you? Because there's, there's a, there's. When I first started my podcast, what was important to me was that people understood that this was not going to be an interracially themed podcast. Like I've been doing this long enough to know that, you know, every cuckold couple doesn't play with black men. I know plenty of couples who have no interest in black men. However, with that being said, I am a black man. So my perspective is from a black man. And even though it's not all of the lifestyle, it is a significant portion of the lifestyle. So with that being said, how would you describe your foray into the interracial <laughs> side of it? Like there are women who make a big deal of it. Do you, would you say you see what the fuss is about? Would you say it's something that's made you hungry for more? Or was it kind of one of those things that you did and you just kind of checked it off and you're fine not experiencing it again? Um, not checked off. Let me preface it with that. But um, uh, I just extremely like how I feel about a person, the way I see the way they look and you know, it, it doesn't really, and I don't mean to be like, you know, racially fluid by any means, but it's more of, um, okay. That was fucking awesome though. because he was so much fun he was easy he was charismatic he was just fair um his cock was huge um he was so much fun he he was just he was fantastic he was Mm -hmm. just one of those people that you could just talk to for days right um and that's something you don't find a lot and i will say that um, maybe you don't find that a lot with white guys. Um, my, Jay is obviously white, but, um, I love that about my BBC. He'll be my first forever. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, it's hard because I have such a broad flavor, but it depends on the person. It depends on the cock. And I also like the way the person talks to me. So if there's something that they can kind of offer to me, you know, makes me feel sexy, makes me laugh, makes me smile, that kind of thing. And not that I'm looking to build a relationship with this person because I obviously have my end all. But I will say though, that black guys have a way of making you smile and laugh. And, you know, they've just, they have it. It's easy. So, well, and their cocks are huge. (laughs) I guess that's what I will say about BBC. So it's not something that I'm like, that's it. But um, I see the draw. It's very, very large. But um, I like smiles and I like being talked to and, you know, all the smiles and that kind of stuff. So I think that that's easier to get from, you know, my BBCs. But uh, 
yeah, it's, I'm glad I tried it. I'm not, I'm not done. I'm looking for others. <laughs> so, um, I'm well, on I'm the sure market to, just so you know, I'm sure there are a number of people, yeah, I'm sure there are a number <laughs> of people listening to this who are, who are definitely thrilled to hear that. Yeah. Okay. So you, you had your experiences and you're there with your bull and Jay is watching you and you're having your fun. What is it like? Cause this is, this, this is the part that even as an experienced bull that, we don't get to see what is it like for you guys once the bull leaves like how is that time for you guys i think that that is extremely specific per couple right and that's, that's what i'm Not asking couple, specifically I'm for sorry, you couple. for you but um um it depends on the couple because um I, I just like to have the bowl over and then I just like for my cock to just take care of me after I like movies and food and cleaning me up after my bowl. Mm -hmm. No, that kind of thing. Um, but, um, yeah, it really depends on the person, but I just, I like to have my bowls over on specific nights. I only open up two different nights. And other than that, it's just very me and my regular life and our life together. And if, if you will, Mike, let me add into that. Um, cause I think I'd probably be able to answer that better. <laughs> um, because there's a lot of times after, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, um, the, our first PVC experience. So, you know, we have a dog and, you know, I have to, we, she's a puppy. So, you know, we have to, kind of put her in the kitchen and right. you know so it's um so she's not barking the whole time because she will do that but as that you know as that her first bbc was coming and she didn't even know i was in the i wasn't in the room at that point i was making sure the dog was put away because she started barking and i told her at a later time i was like i wasn't even in the room and she was like i had no idea um, <laughs> but so that gives you you know her mindset is probably like you know her 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 mindset afterwards probably isn't as clear as mine, but yes, I do, you know, she'll have me clean up if that's the case. Um, you know, sometimes there's condoms involved, sometimes there's not. Um, but for the most part, you know, she'll be very, uh, relaxed and very, uh, you know, just kind of mellow. And, you know, there's times where, you know, I'll, I'll bring her food or there's times that, you know, we'll run, I'll run a shower for her, get her, you know, her comfy clothes ready. We'll turn a movie on and, and, just kind of cuddle after because um, I think for both of us, from our perspective, after those, those kind of hours after are pretty, um, bonding. yeah, it's, 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 a, yeah, it's exactly bonding. Yeah. It's, it's like a really close, it, it, and that's the only word we could really use is bonding because it's a different type of feeling. Even if we're watching the videos and both like, Oh man, that's hot. This is hot. It's just a different type of feeling. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, uh, I try to keep my my interviews right around an hour, and we're we're bumping our heads up against that right now. But I do want to kind of give you guys an opportunity to to kind of put this out there because I know it's something that you're involved in. I know that you recently started an an OnlyFans page, and being that you guys have a wedding coming up. You know, the more people I can get to subscribe to that page, the better, because I know that it's going to go towards your wedding. Um, so what was it that gave you the confidence to start that? 
because that's a completely different level. You know, that's even separate. It's connected to the lifestyle, but it's separate in that some people have no desire to do that. So what was it about that that appealed to you guys? The idea of guys looking at your pictures and your videos and not only that, but paying for the privilege to do so. Like, what is it about that that made you interested? Um, it scared me a little bit because... Um, I don't feel great about people paying for certain things. Um, and it was kind of something that we figured out that a couple of people on Twitter were saying like, well, you should do this. You should do this. And the only fans thing was what they suggested. And we kind of looked at it and you obviously encouraged it. So, um, <laughs> you're probably the number one thing. So, um, so we obviously encourage your suggestion, but um, it wasn't something that we would have figured out on our own because it's not something that we would be like, oh, let's make money off this thing because we, we and you, you know, everybody in the slice are doing it because you're happy, you know, it, it, it fills up your life and it, you know, it, it breaks up the monotony. You're, you go to work and you're like, oh, I'm fucking texting or, you know, messaging someone you know, sending pictures or something like that. So the OnlyFans thing is a little bit of a leap for us because um, we wouldn't expect people to pay money for something like that. Mm -hmm. It's got to make you feel really naughty too. Oh, uh, I love the naughty part because (laughs) sometimes I'm at my desk and then I'm on my OnlyFans page, our OnlyFans page, and there's a picture of my pussy and I'm like, oh my God, and I just... (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I throw my phone out the window. But, um, um, I appreciate everyone that would be our fans, but um, there is that part that I'm like, it doesn't make me feel good having people pay money for that. So that was the biggest leap. But um, it's it's been a lot of fun. Well, and, uh, and I'll say this, it's definitely helping with our wedding fund. So thank you, everybody out there. <laughs> the it's only reason. Fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. But I guess, yeah. If we can get more people to to subscribe and put it to the K and J wedding fund, yeah, you know, more importantly, the K and J honeymoon, um, <laughs> you know, then be a lot of footage on the honeymoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I'm I'm sure that there are people listening to this who are subscribers. Like I'm a subscriber myself to you guys. So if I can have, uh, if I can say one thing. It's not really a complaint. It's it's just a a suggestion. Longer videos. <laughs> and you know what, yeah. I, Mike? Mike, I gotta say this. So we've reached out to a lot of um, cuckold or hot wife couples out there with uh, you know their OnlyFans page, and we've gotten a lot of tips from you know these different couples on Twitter and everything that probably a lot of people follow. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that they've kind of encouraged us to be like, you know, don't make them too long because you want to make sure that, uh, you know, you keep, you, you keep them coming back. So oh, yeah, no, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's got to be a full length movie, but you know, and I, and you got to find your sweet spot, you know, you got to yeah, find right. your sweet spot as far as a, 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 a good length, you know, to have, even if it's something that's broken up into, you know, into parts, you know, but, um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, you guys are a great follow on Twitter. And like I told you before, one of the things that I really enjoy about you and one of the reasons why I really wanted to have you on my show was 
I hope this doesn't come out wrong. You're, you're a very strong us. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime I talk to you, the other person's name is not far from your lips. Like everything you guys do is about the two of you. And that's not to say that couples who've been doing this for a while, who've been married for a while, don't have it. And, you know, I'm sure that, you know, there are people who may look at you and say, hey, let them be married for 15 years. They'll get over that. But it's still cool to see. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, couples who've been married for longer don't love each other the way that you guys do. But if it is that newness, it's great to see, you know, just like how, you know, somebody might be with a first child and they're very protective and they want to do everything right. And by the time the third yeah. child comes along, they're like, yeah, whatever, you know, yeah, it's right, like, right, right, so, right. but it's, it's, it's still really cool to see, you know, and you know, I just kind of wanted to get on the ground floor with you guys, you know, because I, I like what you represent. I like what you stand for. I like how you approach it, you know, and I just, I just, you know, want nothing but the best for you guys, you know, and any, anything I can do to help, you know, make your journey a little bit easier, make it a little bit more fun, anything, you know, I'm, I'm more than happy to do it. You know, like I said, you guys have quickly become, you know, one of my favorite couples to talk to and, you know, you just reaffirm why I enjoy this lifestyle so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah, really when, you know, and you know, what we, we got nothing but love for you. You know, so, you know, I want to thank you for that. You know, in closing, I always ask couples this. We have new couples who are listening to this who haven't gotten to the point that you're at right now. So, but they're thinking about it. They're thinking about it. They're talking about it. They're wondering if it's something that they can do. You know, they're, they're going through all the things that you guys were going through not too long ago. So for each of you, what would your message be to those couples? Like, what would your advice be to those couples? Um, if you're the cuckoldress and you want to be the hot wife, any of those certain roles, um, the biggest part for me was knowing that my man only wanted me. So... It's dependent on, there's so many possibilities out there. So I'm not going to put, it should be this way, that way, you know, A, B, and C. But um, the biggest part for me was knowing that, again, if hot wife, a cold wrist, that that kind of thing. Um, it was a big, it was a really, really big thing for me knowing that my cock only wanted me. So, and he reaffirmed that, communicated to me, encouraged me to feel confident. And that was the biggest part for me with all this stuff. And what about you, Jay? What would you say to, to those people who are just beginning their journey? And I think it probably, um, you know, a lot of the times for, I think for the most part, it's a lot of the times the male half is starting it out. What I would say is obviously number one is the communication. Um, you know, you, you, before you do anything, you talk it through, you know, and you keep talking it through and you keep talking it through and you keep talking it through. And um, also, uh, you know, as the male half, you don't push anything, you know, and if you even feel a slight hesitation in your wife, your girlfriend, whoever it is, is voice, you pull back and you almost start from scratch again. Um, because if you're pushing it, then it's, that's when, I mean, I, I feel like that's when it would lead, lead to trouble. So don't push anything and communicate it. If there's any issues, you have anything in your mind that you want to bring up, 
bring it up, talk it through. And if you have to, you know, take, you know, two steps back, sometimes that's the best thing. And, and I mean, again, like we've said the whole time, that's just our experience, but that would be my advice. All right. Well, everyone, you've heard it. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed uh, this conversation as, as much as I did. Um, again, K and J, I want to thank you both uh, for agreeing to do this. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for you giving me the opportunity to, you know, to kind of pry into your personal lives a bit. And um, again, why don't you tell the people your, your Twitter handle for anybody that wants to follow you? It's a OC hot wife CPL. Um, and feel free to follow us. Feel free to message us if you have any questions at all. And I will be including the, uh, their handle uh, on their interview. So if you weren't able to write it down or jot it down or anything like that, you will be able to, to see it on their interview. Again, my Patreon supporters will be able to get this interview first. If you're not yet a Patreon supporter, please understand the importance of that. Uh, that is my supporters are what's going to allow me to take my show to the next level. I have a, a lot of plans, you know, places that I want to take the show. And the monthly contributions that I get from people are what's going to make that possible. You know, I try to do things that are, you know, special for my supporters, you know, whether it's, you know, listening to the, you know, getting early access to the episodes or being able to hear the live broadcast on demand. And the other thing, which are people really enjoy a lot are my after party episodes where I get the wives to come back and kind of, that's when things get naughty. You know, that's when we talk about all the juicy stuff. So, okay. I definitely want to have you back to do one of those episodes. Um, but that's when you get your glass of wine and you put the lingerie on and you get Jay to rub your feet and you just feel really super sexy. And that's when we talk about all the, you know, those are the naughty questions. Those are when the really <laughs> racy, juicy tidbits come out. So I'm definitely looking forward to doing that episode with you. I'll be so, there. so for now, again, I want to thank all my listeners, all my supporters. You know, you guys are, are with you're the, the few that make this engine go. You know, if it wasn't for my listeners, I wouldn't be doing this show. So, again, I want to thank you all. I'm your host, Michael C. And this has been the Keys and Anklets podcast signing off. Mm-hmm.